Welcome to Design Assembly Conversations. In this series, we talk to Aotearoa New Zealand designers, hear their stories and celebrate their work. I'm Louise, and today I'm talking to Laura Sibilich from RUN, Design and Advertising Agency. Laura founded RUN, formerly Designstein, in 2008, and since then has orchestrated the launch of many successful brands and products, including New Zealand's first indoor trampoline fun park, Jump. With her strong design background, Laura has extensive knowledge of strategic design, graphic design, and brand application, with particular expertise in brand identity and brand strategy. She has experience working on projects for clients, including the Food and Agricultural Organization of the United Nations, Nui Tourism, Two Degrees, Lego, Sheraton Hotels and Resorts, and Te Pua. Kia ora, Loras. Thanks so much for joining me today. Um, I'd like to start at the beginning and ask you, where do you come from and how did you get into design? Yeah, um, kia ora, Lou. Thanks for having me. Um, I'll just do a quick mahi to start. Um, kia ora, ko Laura Siblich tokungwa, uh, ko Ngati Iarangi, ko Ngati Airangi, ko Ngati Tarara oku iwi, no Tamaki Makoro aho. So, yeah, kia ora. Um, my name is Laura Siblich. Um, I, um, I come from Auckland, Tamaki Makoro, um, and I guess my I've kind of been, yeah, a bit about my journey, kind of been arty and creative all my life, I suppose. Um, yeah, growing up, mum said I didn't get into Barbies, so I just kind of wanted to draw and create. Um, and I guess that's kind of flowed on from there. Um, you know, loved hanging out in the art room at school, my happy place, did all, all those kind of subjects a lot through high school and then after high school took a year off to kind of decide what I wanted to do, save up some money um, and ended up deciding on a diploma at media design school. Um, it was many years ago, uh, but yeah, um, kind of looked at all the options and decided on that, weighing up against um, kind of, you know, a degree of three or four years studying against a diploma, kind of one or two years studying and then getting that extra year or two of work experience and, and earning an income um, kind of appealed to me. So, yeah, did that. Um, and then straight out of media design school with my diploma, I got a job after that. Yeah, it was, it was going back to media design school, it was really kind of industry focused. So I think that helped give me the kind of solid grounding I needed for the industry. And from there, worked at a few kind of smaller design studios and started my own design agency, Designstein, in 2008. Um, originally started it part-time while I worked full-time and gradually cut down my hours as it grew and um, after a few years went full-time. So, yeah, that's where it all began. Um, and then, so Designstein has slowly grown, um, become more focused in design as well as advertising brought on my husband um, as a co-founder as well um, and he came from the kind of larger big advertising agencies um, like Saatchi's and Colenso and DDB and all that so we kind of bring in both worlds into it and we're now called RUN so changed our name about uh, I think six years ago. And where did you get the name um, Designstein from? Oh Designstein. Well, yeah yeah Stein sorry yeah. <laughs> Kind of from Einstein. Um, yeah. Yeah, like like thinking about the ideas behind the design, not just pretty pictures. So that's what it was all about. That was the inspiration for that one. 
Had it always been something that you'd wanted to do, work for yourself, run a studio? Uh, I guess so. Like, I think um, even looking, even thinking back to my original interview with Media Design School, I remember the interview was with Francis Valentine, who who founded Media Design School, mm. and um, one of her questions was what, you know, what does your future look like? Why, why do you want to do this? And it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I answered, I want to start my own design studio. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think you got that, you know, from anyone in your family or what, what uh, do you think attracted you to, to running your own studio? I'm not sure. I guess I've got that drive, I suppose. Um, yeah, started my first business at 19, which wasn't anything to do with design. Um, my mum kind of dabbled in little businesses along the way, um, so perhaps from her a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> what was your, What was that business at 19? Uh, it was actually belly casting. So <laughs> oh, wow. It's very, it's very random. I'm taking a yeah. cast of pregnant women's bellies um, and making it into kind of a, a sculpture keepsake. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, and can you think of any um, anyone or any designers that inspired you as a young designer? Um, I didn't see a lot. Yeah, I was trying to think about this before. I not really. Um, mm. I didn't kind of look around and see it. And I guess at uh, where I studied, they kind of didn't um, focus on that either. Yeah. So I, I didn't, unfortunately, have a lot, um, a lot of kind of inspiration there. Mm. Yeah. And, I mean, would you say that as a, I know for myself as a young woman working in design that I didn't, only talking about myself here 20 years ago <laughs> um see uh, see many um you know seen more senior women working in design um yeah. I mean do you yeah. think that was the case for yourself or yeah exactly because I, I can't think of any that I looked up to so yeah I think there were very little and I think there still are very few so yeah trying to change that <laughs> yeah yeah well that's the thing like you know starting a studio um yourself as you've done and you know, bringing, bringing Raymond, your husband, into that in terms of his advertising background, is, and was that hard to kind of navigate um, working together? Or? Yeah, a bit. He kind of came on gradually, which was nice. Um, so I was uh, pretty much in it full time, um, and he was freelancing at the time. Um, so when he wasn't kind of working um, for other agencies, I'd bring him in and he'd work for us. And so... Yeah, so it was gradual, which which worked. Um, and it took him a long time, particularly when he kind of came on board, I suppose, more officially or full-time. We decided, you know, this, this is what we want to do. Let's, you know, seriously focus on it. And it took him a long time to get his head around it because we're so small just kind of starting out. Coming coming from the, the big agencies where it's, you know, you've got your one single role and there's a lot of support around you to, to do things, manage things, get everything done, to kind of doing everything yourself. It took him probably like a year to actually find the groove of that. Yeah. And I guess it would help kind of separating out the two kind of sides of it in a way with um, your focus on design and his focus on advertising a little bit yeah a bit of crossover there so we clash a little bit sometimes yeah (laughs) yeah just to be kind of truthful to the the idea or the concept I guess Mm. but it's good um yeah being husband and wife we kind of fight it out and are like brutally honest with each other so (laughs) I think that that helps though kind of streamlines the process and you know you're going to get to the right or best conclusion at the end so 
Can you tell us about a particular project or experience uh, that stands out for you during your early days as a designer and how it uh, potentially influenced you? Yeah, um, my first job was out of studying was um, uh, at a place called Key Communications. So it's not doesn't exist not around anymore. But they had a client. Uh, one of the clients was Lego. Um, mm. and a few other kind of well-known ones. So I guess not one particular project, but just, you know, right from the start, it was working on brands that I, I knew or like global brands. And so it was, um, yeah, quite exciting from going from, you know, school briefs to real-world clients that, you know, are almost, um, yeah, well-known names. So that was pretty cool. Have you had uh, other uh, inspirations or other mentors throughout your career and so far, you know, not necessarily um, in the world of design, but um, other worlds? Yeah, I guess um, I've kind of, I suppose, I, yeah, I've seeked them out um, more than anything, mm. and that's not really in design. Like, you know, I love design, I'm a creative person, um, but it was, you know, as a creative running a business, it's not the best. So <laughs> it's been more more in kind of the business running and account side of things. So we've we've sought out mentors like that. Yeah. And recently just got one on board as well who um, is from the agency world. So looking forward to getting into more with him. I need more female mentors, I think. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> so where, where do you think the females go then? Why don't we see them at the um, senior level of of design or um, running studios? Yeah, I think I think it was one of the Design Simile events last year or the year before where it was Anzac Tasker was talking about um, him and his wife. And so they were, I guess, on the same level. And then she, then they had, a, um, you know, got pregnant, had a baby. And that, I guess, as a female, your focus goes more on that, perhaps, you know, for some. Um, and it, it kind of, you know, stops there and you might want to go part-time or or not be as focused on the role or, or growth in the role, maybe. I don't know. How do you navigate navigate that? Yeah, so I've got two kids. Um, yeah. It's full on. But, yeah, we've, we've got great clients. Um, it's a really kind of, uh, you know, we, we pride ourselves on being real. And clients are like friends often. It's a, it's a partnership. Um, we've had some tourism clients, so kind of travel with them and the kids. And it's it's like a really uh, friendly, fun, friendly atmosphere. And we just bring them into it. It's, yeah. Mm. I don't believe in separation of, you know, work and life. It's all just life, really. So, yeah, that's how we do it. <laughs> and then now your day-to-day within your studio, you know, do you spend more time in in the business do you think or are you able to spend just as much time in the um, design and the creative direction of the projects yeah it's definitely over the years it's it's become less and less design unfortunately for me personally Um, and I think yeah that's just how it goes with a a growing business and a a growing team it's Mm. yeah it's more you know I'd love to be on the tools more and it's been a bit of a goal for me this year but Um, which is a struggle, <laughs> not really happening. But yeah, I, you know, that's where I started and, and I do still enjoy it. Um, and I think as time goes on, I'm kind of losing those skills too. But yeah, I, you know, we're still small. I still like to keep across everything. I'll probably kind of start off on a project a little bit and then the team will take over and then I'll come back towards the end and, um, and look over everything. And yeah, still, so still across everything, but not on the tools. Mm. 
just I'd love to be. Mm. How big is the team at the moment you have in the in terms of the design? Yeah, so there's five of us in total. So yeah. um, we're all, yeah, we've got some great team members and, and really talented and, and flexible and um, skilled at a lot of things, which is, is really great. So what um, walk us through your day-to-day. What do, you, do you have rituals that enable you to get into the process? Yeah, I've heard the, the rituals on other podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't really have rituals. I just like to start my day with a glass of water. I like to always have my water on my desk, and I don't. I guess I don't feel right if I don't have that. <laughs> but it matters. Yeah, I, I write lots of lists. Mm. Um, and yeah, and and still love pen and paper myself, and try to encourage the team to do that, to use pen and paper, um, particularly on design projects, starting out um, just sketching stuff, seeing what the the typography or the the you know feeling is. And can you tell us about a project that you've worked on at Run? Or I mean, I. You know, the question's usually kind of in the early days of, of run, but um, it may be run overall because it's been maybe about four or five years that the agency's um, been yeah. as it is. Yeah, I get, I think six years since we uh, renamed, and so that's yeah. when it changed wow. a bit. Um, I guess one of our, yeah, a project that stands out to me is that we did a project for the UN, so it was for the Food and Agricultural Organisation of the United Nations, is their full mm. name. There, they came to us. Uh, we won a pitch to to do the project, and it was a big project for the Huvalu Forest, um, and that makes up about a quarter of the country of Niue. Um, so yeah, really exciting. Yeah, it happened at the same time as I had my second child, so it was <laughs> just a, a really full on time. It was yeah, four years ago now actually. Yeah, a full on time. Um, it was. Yeah, a, a few trips over there. We had to commission land care um, as part of it, like the scientific side of it. Took over a photographer and went through the forest fully. And, yeah, so it involved kind of like branding, signage, um, touch screens, decals, information centre, um, yeah, a, a whole lot of stuff. It was a big project and, and a lot of fun. And, yeah, never thought we'd have... You, the UN is a client, so that's a really special one. And has it led to any similar projects of that scale? or um, A little bit. Uh, we had New Air Tourism, which is a client we've had for probably about six years now, um, mm. and they've been amazing. And up until COVID hit, um, we were kind of working with them on a daily basis pretty much. Yeah, yeah, other projects have come from it. We do use it kind of in our case studies and portfolio so, yeah, it, it shows um, kind of the breadth of our work to the design, which is nice. So, yeah, that leads me kind of to the next question in terms of, you know, the last year with COVID-19 and looking at how, how you've worked before then or um, how you work now. Um, obviously, that's a big one in having a tourism client. And, and is there kind of an understanding with them that it's that you've kind of just had to put that on ice, so to speak, and you'll come back to that when the time's right? Or Yeah, well, yeah, they were our biggest client for the last six years before COVID hit. As soon as pretty much lockdown hit, um, it was it was just everything went on hold. So, yeah, yeah. it doesn't grow, basically. Um, work on, like, a tourism um, recovery plan for them, like a recovery marketing plan, but it pretty much all went on hold. Um, yeah. Yeah, thinking back, it was it was planning for 
uh, reopening in three months or six months or worst case wow. it was 12 months yeah <laughs> and at the time it was like oh no way it'll be 12 months no yeah. so yeah yeah <laughs> times have changed <laughs> um yeah and really miss working with them yeah they're amazing um and I guess going back to your question in terms of what's mm. changed so we've kind of done the opposite to everyone. We we used to work from home and mainly to raise our family and because we found we didn't need an office as much, I guess um, a lot of people are feeling that now. And then we had, you know, lockdown was just horrible with <laughs> kids and work <laughs> and Zoom meetings. And so after that, um, last like towards last year, we ended up getting an office. So, yeah, mm. it's been really good. <laughs> Yeah, and had that been on the cards prior to COVID, getting an office? Yeah, I think, yeah. You know, um, running the business with babies, it was great. Um, working from home, you could just kind of pop them pop them down for their day sleep and have a meeting with a client and yeah, uh, really good and worked well for us. But, yeah, as they've gotten older and grown out of that, um, it's just, yeah, been really good to kind of separate the house and the office. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're growing, yeah. And so having that kind of, you know, one quite big client beforehand, has that um, changed your thinking on that approach? Was that something you intended to do? Or do you now have, um, you know, kind of a more varied stable of clients? Yeah, um, I guess we were always aware of it, but didn't do as much about it as we should have. Yeah, hopefully wouldn't do that again, like um, have so much weight on just one client. But kind of, yeah, through lockdown, really kind of, got into our marketing ourselves which we hadn't done before getting out there lots of zoom calls lots of kind of new business meetings just talking to people seeing what was out there and putting ourselves out there as well um and kind of def- defining ourselves and what run does and yeah and and new businesses come from that which has been really great mm-hmm. it's, yeah it's good I mean it's it's always hard when you're when you're busy, you're busy enough and you're in the middle of that, a lot of people, um, you know, don't make time to kind of, as you say, market themselves and look for new new work. So you're certainly not alone in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah hopefully that's something that um, with various sectors being affected by COVID that we've probably all had to look at readdressing kind of point of difference in marketing and, and looking for varied clients. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And mm. I think um, clients are more focused on what they want now as well. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's made them made them become a bit more focused, knowing what they want, and also, uh, I guess, more more open to smaller studios, we're finding. Nice, um, yeah, willing to kind of try new things or be a bit braver, push it out there a little bit more. And is there a project that you've kind of worked on, you know, within the last year or the last few months that you've particularly proud of or you've learned a lot from? We're working currently on the National Influenza Vaccination Campaign. So that one's been a, a really cool one. Yeah, I can't say too much about it. It's not launched yeah. yet. Hopefully out next month. Um, so it's getting close, but it's been we've been working on it for since I think October last year, so quite a few months. So it's been really nice in that we've had a lot of kind of research and time to talk to to the community that it's um, kind of targeted at first. You know what's going to work with them, what's going to resonate, and yeah, that's been really really interesting and great that the client's kind of willing to work through that. Do you find you get more projects that give you a longer period of time to work on them as you 
grow and mature as a studio? Uh, I think so. And it's, yeah, it's all about client trust. So if you've got projects like that behind you to back you up, then they've seen what you've done and you can talk through those. Yeah, it makes it less less scary or less risky for them. Um, and it, it really does help projects having kind of that, that background groundwork to, to leverage off. Do you have a particular approach or uh, methodology in terms of um, finding out what the communities want or...? Um, a lot of it, like how we work, it's it's just keeping it real and almost the less structure the better. You know, mm. you can have that kind of general, uh, I guess, general format or or like general questions you want to get out of it or, or um, answers you need. But it's just really talking to people. We don't, we wouldn't call them like focus groups or anything like that or have like structured questions because we find from that people will just give you answers that you they think you want to hear and we're yeah. not after that you know we're after the real talk the all the stuff in between that as well so it's mm, mm. it's just resonating with people as people and having a, a corridor with them and so would you um have these conversations you know yourself or does the whole whole team get involved in it yeah, it really depends. Um, yeah, generally it's me and my husband, Raymond, mm. or sometimes it's just him by himself. It depends on the client and the project yeah. and the people and the budget and all that. So, um, yeah, if we can both be there, we, we try to, yeah. And some of the teams sometimes it, it just really depends on what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you're right. It's, it's really about um, forming those relationships and, and establishing that trust so that you can have those genuine conversations. Mm, exactly, yeah. yeah, and so much mm. comes out of that. It's, it's really valuable. Talking about yourself now, do you, um, I know in the past you've had kind of a personal design or kind of art practice. Do you do you still find time for that? or? Uh, short answer is no, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, so I guess before having kids, um, mm-hmm. I had a lot more time, and now now my time spent just running the business and juggling family life. <laughs> yeah, did I think in 2012 I did a personal project um, called My Daily Design, and that was designing the date every day um, of the yeah. month, which was really cool, really fun. So I'm glad I got that out, <laughs> finished. <laughs> so yeah, it's good. Um, and I. Rem- I remember in the past um, you seeing kind of installations uh, that you entered in it's like sculpture uh, competitions or lighting competitions from memory. Yeah. So you were quite active in that respect. Yeah, good memory. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, I'd love to do more of it, but, yeah, just don't have the time for it now. Yeah. Um, I was finalist in the um, Number 8 Wire National Art Awards a few years ago. Um, Art in the Dark as well. Mm. It was a fun one. Um, I kind of, yeah, I think my first kid was about three months old when that one launched. So I, I liked right. to kind of, and I, I put the submission in when I was pregnant. So I like to kind of set myself um, goals or tasks mm. to achieve and just fun, creative, creative things to, you know, not that don't rely on a, a client brief or, or have a different sort of brief. Did you find uh, at the t- you know when you had time for these pursuits, did they feed into your practice as a designer day to day? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, and I guess more than my daily design. Like you think about your your brain as a muscle, and so it's mm. exercising that muscle every day. And you know, by exercising, it's just going to get stronger. And and I mm. did feel that my design, you know. The, a lot of the designs weren't great at all and you you know got five minutes to do a quick 
quick design that day. Um, but overall, I think um, my skills really grew um, that year more than I thought it yeah. would. Um, yeah, it was really valuable and helped. Mm. And do you think that's something that you'd return to later on when you've got more time or? Maybe, yeah. I did enjoy it and I, I did miss it that next year. Um, yeah. And it's, it's kind of like a milestone, like I can remember dates from that visually and things that happened mm. in my life from that year. Um, perhaps, I'll leave it open. So then how do you disconnect and reconnect to yourself uh, at the moment? Hmm. Not a lot of that. It's something I do need to work on. Um, <laughs> but when I can, I'm uh, like ex-competitive swimmer from way back. Oh, so. cool. Um, and used to do ocean swimming before kids again. Um, yep. So I'd love to get back into ocean swimming. Um, but, yeah, go, go for a swim when I can and um, go to the beach, go to the ocean, um, love that kind of thing, yeah. And finally, um, do you have words of wisdom that you'd like to share with other designers and creatives out there? Ooh, um, I think just just be brave, get yourself out there, talk to as many people as you can, Um and don't forget attention to detail like it's the little things well thanks Laura kia ora Um, really appreciate your time today it was um, great to have a chat to you and find out a bit more about where you've come from and and uh, how you work today thanks for having me